Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog, Particularly Packers podcast, checking in with you once again. Thanks, everybody, for being here. And how's that win feel? How's that win feel? Go Pack Go, baby Green Bay smashing on Monday night. We took out the Detroit Lions. Um, very good game from our side on the second half. First half uh, definitely can use some improvements, and I think we did them. Um, I think a lot of it came down to miscommunication. I definitely broke down a lot of tape. I'm going to roll through that. Uh, bigger question, and before I start anything, best of wishes to all the injured players, um, not just in this game, but all the games, you know, Definitely thoughts go out to y'all first. Um, that's a big man. I saw some injuries, and I saw an injury that wasn't even called out. Kevin King, boy, what happened, man? He made an amazing play at the end of the second quarter. If you guys have Game Pass, go back and watch it, especially in the live film. Don't watch the condensed version because they don't show it as much. Man, that like, man, man, man. He made one hell of a defensive play. Um, the wide receiver definitely made an amazing one-handed catch. I believe he pulled it in and was going to make the play. But Kevin King get, did some crazy-ass barrel roll twist thing in the air and was able to knock the ball out with his hand, causing his head to smack the ground. His head smacks the ground hard, hard. You can see it in the replay. Um, when he gets up, he actually can't even walk. He stumbles backwards. It almost looked like a celebration. When I saw it live, I was like, oh, he's knocked. I knew just by the stumble um, from just my MMA background and just spending all that time around people getting knocked out. And knowing the feeling of just getting knocked, like getting faded and just not being able to walk right, um, that he was stumbled. He was rocked. Um, I watched it back, and man, I don't know how he came out during the second half. And I'm glad he did because he made some decent plays. Oh, man. But go back and watch that play. The wide receiver definitely could have made a touchdown on Kevin King again. But he, he swung around and made an awesome play. He hit his head so hard against the floor. Um, but he popped up right away, and as he did, he loses his balance backwards. He stumbles like three or four steps, and then he does this weird twist and heads to the stu- to the sidelines. That's like you know a couple seconds left in the second quarter. I remember watching it. Whoo, that was intense. That was intense. Glad they didn't mess with him, but you know, just safety first, safety first, folks. That was big thing, big things. All right, and with that being said, the biggest question I have after watching this game is, I'm pretty sure. Whatever issues we had last week could have been fixed during the preseason, you know, being there all offseason. If it was an over, um, in Aaron Rodgers' words, because I don't want to put words in his mouth, he said it was, the difference was they simplified. They simplified the offense. Like, they simplified. What does that mean? Does that mean coaching? 99% of the time, I would take that to coaching, but I guess there is that chance that, you know, you can simplify it as a player, I guess, not really. I would say that's basically blaming coaching for your failure to execute last week because Aaron Rodgers had one hell of a game in a bad way. Um, amazing game this week, but I definitely took it in his comment where he said that the difference was they just simplified things. And I think that's a coaching, so you're going to blame coaching, but maybe if you were there during you know, the entire training camp, you could have gone over this. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe if you played during preseason, you could have realized that it wasn't clicking and maybe we should simplify. I don't know, but it didn't have to be week one. Um Maybe something to move on and learn from because it doesn't seem like our team is that bad unless you look at mm, 
Tyler Lancaster and who else was Dean Lowry. Those guys are pretty damn bad. Um, we're going to give them a. With that being said, Preston and Rashad didn't do much either. Um, Rashawn Gary got his start with. Let me, before I get into that, I want I do want to bring up a huge question. I've been I've been poking at it for a while and nobody's mentioned it. Zadaria Smith um, placed on IR. You know, he's been out for a while. Oh, man. He played 18 snaps last week. And this is the reason why this concerns me and why what nobody's talking about is he was a captain last year. We know that he was a captain last year. He was not voted captain this year, but I'm not sure of that. I'm very curious if he was not voted captain or if they saw this, you know, this issue back issues been ongoing. And I'm really thinking that they had an idea this was going to happen and they had more of an issue of giving him the captain's badge, knowing he's going to go out there, try to play one week, and if it doesn't work, they're going to shut down a captain for half of the year, over half the year, possibly. And you don't want to do that. So maybe, maybe they they saw this coming, you know, and aware of it and didn't want to give him the captain's badge, but I was very suspicious when he didn't get a captain's badge. I thought that was a bigger issue than people were making it, but now that they've set him on IR and I'm looking at it and they knew he had a limited snap count and all through training camp, he was spending a lot of time with the trainers. This wasn't a new thing, so it's very possible that they saw this coming. Um, I really hope that he's able to recover from this. A back injury is something that, you know, it may not go away. This back injury... Is not guaranteed recovery. Um, it might be something that he has to try to deal with or try to compensate for or something. I'm not really sure what the extent is. But with that being said, you know, I wish him the best. That's the most important thing, just especially with your back, man. We want you to be able to spend time with your kids or your family or whoever, you know, whatever you got back home. We want you to be able to enjoy it. So get well, Zadarius, man. You know, um, Packer Nation, our thoughts are with you, brother. And shoot, we love you, man. Um, Hope to see you back this year, but just hope to see you back on the field, period. All righty, brother. Um, back to the Smiths. The other Smith, Preston Smith, um, he started the game off with his energy, you know, energy held high. With that being, you know, he had a, a great, a great almost sack, and he caused an intentional grounding by hitting the Jared Goff's arm causing the ball not to return to the line of scrimmage. Very interesting call, an intentional grounding when the defender hits your arm. I mean, that's very interesting. Um, you know, that was I thought it was a ridiculous call. Shouldn't have been made. Um, that changes the whole aspect. If somebody hits your arm, what the ball has to go back, or if it doesn't, no, that, that's not how it works. Very, It was a bad call, I believe. But with that being said, that was Preston Smith's only action. Other than that, especially on the stat sheet, I think I don't even think he got on there. He didn't even get an assist or anything. No tackles, no anything. Um, I do give him the pressure. I did watch the film back, and Preston Smith did not show up. I'm going to say that has a lot to do with Zadaria Smith not being there in the sense that Rashawn Gary on the, same, on the opposite side, same story. He did not show up. He did have a big spell, uh, splash play. He caused the interception. You know, by um, Devondre Campbell. Congratulations, brother. Go, Pat. Go. Um, he did cause that interception. He wrapped up Goff's feet, tripped him up as he was throwing the ball. The ball floated right into Campbell's arms. It was 
beautiful, beautiful thing. But with that being said, and it was late in the game, um, that's the only stats he got. He got two assists other than that. They did not get the sacks. They did not get the pressures. I know I was saying Rashawn would get, you know, the double digits sacks. And then when I saw Zadarius was being placed on IR, I was like, this is his chance. If he can pull off two sacks this week, this is a great start. They got nothing. They got nothing, guys. That goes to pretty much the whole D-line. Nobody really pulled down anything. Um, Kenny Clark pulled down a lot of double teams. I watched it. I feel for you, man. You definitely bursted through when you could. Got some pressures on there. I definitely saw that. I didn't feel comfortable giving putting you in that bogus, so I'm definitely going to talk about you for a little bit and show you a little love because you deserve it, my brother. Um, with that being said, the rest of the line was trash, man. When I looked at... Tyler Lancaster and Dean Lowry, we need to upgrade those positions. There's no way around it. Um, you know, head coach, as somebody upstairs, you guys watch the damn film. I mean, look at these guys every week, week after week. They're not showing up. They're getting pushed around. They're giving up huge plays. They ran this play past Lancaster, and he had his shoulder dip. He was given his backside. His feet were still facing where he should be. His shoulder was completely facing the opposite. Like, he was... He has back turned, but his feet forward. It was the strangest situation. He got blocked out of his mind. Like it was, we need to improve those situations going forward. If you wonder why our defense is just Kenny clean, Kenny Clark is just completely overwhelmed by double teams. They don't have to help against Tyler Lancaster or Dean Lowry. They look at them as where you want to go with them. Where do you want them to go? They're not looked at as any type of threat. I know we're hoping for Kingsley Kiki. I saw him a couple times out there. Didn't do too much. We uh, got Tradell Slayton, TJ, hoping for him. Not seeing much. So just a defensive line overall. Very sad. Very sad. Um, the secondary, man, we saw what a change in the secondary. Like I said, Kenny King, man, he made some plays. I'm not going to lie. I like seeing his energy, even on some of his tackles and everything. He He gets in there. With that being said, he gave up the big. He did give up a big play. I remember watching it. He probably gave up two, but they moved him to the slot, and Eric Stokes got out there. Eric Stokes won a hell of a game, my brother. Go pack, go, go pack, go. Uh, Jahir Alexander once again balling out. Man, you know who I want to give a huge shout out to, and I didn't want to see much of Savage. I did see him a couple times, but nothing real flashy stand out. Adrian Amos, man. That dude is something else. He was all over that field, flying around. It was a beautiful thing. Um, Man, that's secondary. Not going to lie, I had a decent game. Decent game. I do want to give a huge shout-out, huge shout-out to Mr. Campbell, Devondre Campbell, our uh, linebacker. Out to you, brother. Go, Pat, go. That was beautiful, man. That was a beautiful execution. I believe he had 10 tackles with an interception. Um, I know, you know, those are some Blake Martinez type numbers when it comes down, comes down to quantity, you know, cause Blake Martinez was all over there as well, but I think, you know, he was super flashy and his coverage, I thought he did really good in coverage. He did give up a touchdown to Hawkinson, but even with that rub route and how he came across it and with his speed, he was almost able to catch up. It was good coverage. He was on him. You know, he could have made the play, but it was a great pass. Jared Goff delivered a dime just right over the top, put it to where only his def- his receiver could get it. Um, Got to give him credit where due. You know, he had a decent game. 
Jared Goff was 26 of 36 for 246, um, two touchdowns, one interception. But he did have four carries for 46 yards. That's an 11.5-yard average. That's very concerning. Um, it was mostly just running all over our line. You definitely saw our outside edge rushers. They wore down. They got tired. I know we brought in somebody else, you know, as uh, to give these guys a break. So hopefully he adapts and is able to make it in and actually make a difference. He, I believe we signed him off a practice squad. Um, he had never played an NFL snap before, but I think it's his second year in the league. Oh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. we got to give those guys a break as far as Rashawn Gary and Preston because now they're getting all the snaps. It was nice having that rotation. I definitely did not not appreciate it. I definitely loved having it in there. I wanted to see Gary more, but now Gary's getting burnt. We saw it, especially him coming in playing his first real snaps, and he's not even leaving the field. So huge test on him. Um, props on getting that pressure at the end and causing the INT because I know he was hurting by that point. That was late in the – fourth quarter all righty all righty jamal williams uh nice to see you brother it's hard to it's hard to clap for anybody in the lions jersey but jamal williams we love you man go pack go um sorry about the ex-girlfriend thing we know we know the lions treating you good and taking you out and feeding you good love the interview man love everything about your attitude um seven carries 25 yards good job defense shutting him down that's even better to see, but it was nice to see Jamal in the building. Um, I know Swift made, you know, he made some decent plays. Their other running back, he jumped over Kevin King in that fourth quarter, right at the end of the game. They always got to humiliate Kevin King, man. I know it. I, they do it every week, every week. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. But with that being said, man, we could really help him by doing something about this Dean Lowry, Tyler Lancaster situation. I love them both. You know, they've been Packers for a minute. But they're not doing it. The job is not getting done. Y'all watch the tape in the office. Do something, man. Go sign somebody. I can find you somebody better at the high school level. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. That's 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 fucked up, man. I, don't, I didn't even mean that. But with that being said, we need to upgrade those positions. We need to ha- help Kenny Clark. Like He's just catching double teams every time. And one-on-one, they're not winning. They are not winning a single play. Um, I think I may have saw one or two pressures from each of them, but that was it. And they weren't huge. They was just... They were they broke loose eventually. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what technique they used because they haven't been displaying very much of it, and it's been shitty to watch. Not gonna lie, there was a huge miscommunication on the secondary, um, on our secondary when we gave up that first touchdown between Stokes and Kevin King on the switch. Kevin King did a flawless, if that's the way you're supposed to do it, a flawless switch where Stokes chased his guy and maybe didn't understand that there was a switch. Or Kenny King, Kenny King should have switched, and he just fell off his guy, seeing you know the rub going on, and Stokes, you know, whatever it was, it didn't happen in the second, and I was happy to see that. Um, I believe that the way that it was played by Kevin King, and I think Kevin King has more experience and time in that situation. I believe that he probably understands it better. I'm just gonna go off that because Eric Stokes is the rookie. So we're going to say it's probably a rookie mistake, most likely. But Kevin King does make a fair share of mistakes. So it's very hard to tell at that point. Almost want to blame Kevin King due to his track record. We're going to give him, you know, the seniority pass and say Eric Stokes missed that one because he was very close. Um, I saw what it was. But either way, they'll clear that up. That comes back to coaching. Our defense looked like boo-boo the first half. Um, They were 
running all over us. Not running so much. Jerry Goff was. He was running around like crazy. Good thing he's not very athletic or he would have been gone. If we were playing Lamar Jackson, we're hurting. If we're playing Patrick Mahomes, we're hurting. Good thing we're playing Tom Brady's and not people that are actually going to dip on us in that sense because we're not fit for that. I think that I remember the Kaepernick days and Russell Wilson and those. I remember they used to dip on us and it was always a problem. Right now, we don't have that too much in the NFC, so we might might be okay. Um, overall, the defense, it was nothing nothing really crazy. Um, Adrian Amos, like I said, played some great ball. There was some you know decent ball played on the back end. I, th- I really loved and enjoyed watching it. Jumping over to the offensive side, uh, Rodgers, one hell of a game. Good game to you, brother man. Um. She is hard. It's hard, you know. It's hard rooting, even talking about this guy without the drama side. I could talk about his interview and like what he said, just about making the difference and how it was uh, just simplified. I thought there was a lot less communication, a lot less um, audibles, a lot less trying to change it at the line. Like he said, just got up there, ran the play, kind of not trying to do all this crazy madness. Especially, you know, first game back, trying to. Look like you're the Rams at you know firing at full, you know full uh, full go because when the Rams were going, man, it was beautiful. And I know Matt, Matt Lafleur was over there. He he witnessed what it was like when the Rams had it just executing, and they had players running all over, looking super complicated, but it it worked and it was beautiful. But that was a super chemistry, and we completely lacked it that first week. This week, we definitely. You know, Aaron Rodgers is not lying. It was definitely a simplified game. Get up there, understand what you're doing, understand, you know, you had a good idea that they were giving you the two safeties over the top. Not very often that they sneak down into the box. So Aaron Jones was just running around, matched up on the linebacker, just not, wasn't even really a matchup because Aaron Jones was smoking him. And it was a beautiful, it was beautiful. That dude was dipping. And that that's the matchup you look for Aaron Jones. So it, they just went with the game plan, and they understood what they were going to get, and they took what they were given. They definitely tried to force a couple balls in there. Um, Rodgers, as good a game he, as he had, he missed Marquez uh, possibly like three touchdowns. I think he even admitted to it, but two for sure. One, Marquez was open. He just overthrew him. The second, Marquez was in the end zone. He just threw it behind him. Um, it was it was it, those ones were pretty bad definitely room for improvement there that comes down to chemistry you know more time working together you know definitely maybe an off season together or definitely you know maybe some snaps during preseason you know been done said that before but i'm just gonna hit that with the highlighter right quick um let's see with that being said i do think you know we got to talk about uh mr Devonte adams he had a good game good showing i thought they made a miraculous bomb down the field i don't know how long that was 50 60 yards that thing was beautiful and with that being said i know Devonte was asking for more risk you know for him to get the ball more even in a one-on-one i think he got it in like a three-on-one scenario Devonte adams made a great play uh defensively he reached back and basically knocked that ball out um definitely you know from what he was talking he definitely backed that up just because if that ball was interception intercepted it's like, man, what were you thinking, Aaron Rodgers? And it was a what were you thinking, Aaron Rodgers moment, but Devontae Adams did bail him out. I did see that. Um, Robert Tanya, man, one hell of a game, brother, one hell of a game. Aaron Rodgers delivered some strikes, man. He delivered some balls right on target to Tanya. 
He didn't have to do too much in the catching range. He was pretty open on most of the parts, except for that one over the middle. I believe it was a touchdown, and he zipped it right by the linebacker's head. It was a beautiful ball. Put it right on the numbers. Um, And I also thought he was, you know, some smart plays. And very smart play. Um, When it came to Robert Tanyan's game right there, I thought that he showed a lot. We definitely... Devontae and everybody executing around him, he gets lost out there, and he made him pay. Robert Tunyon, good game, brother, good game. A.J. Dillon, besides your false start, he he also had a good catch. Um, A.J. Dillon showed a little hands, and he had some hard runs. I thought that he did a decent job. There was one blitz pickup where he did pick up the blitzer, but he got knocked back, you know, four yards possibly, um, disrupting Aaron Rodgers. There was also pressure coming off the side, I believe. But, you know, that could improve. Um, but it's hard to pick up those linebackers. Ask Aaron Jones. They're coming full st- full steam. Randall Cobb, he got a couple passes out there. That was beautiful to see. And the offensive line did decent. Um, I thought the offensive line executed well, especially all those rookies. They stepped up pretty well, executed. And it was nice to see. Special teams, kicking was okay. We gave up one, you know, we gave up a big return. I do remember that. They made it out to like the 43-yard line. We can definitely improve that. And then Mason Crosby, I also believe, kicked another one short following that, so possibly two of them. Punting, we had a shortish one in the first one, but he definitely followed that up with some beautiful kicks that basically landed on the sidelines. One even, he tried to return, and he was just pinned down there. Um, Amari Rogers, you got to get vertical brother when you're returning those punts he ran side to side maybe made like two yard return when it could have been at least like a five to seven yard return if he just would have went straight ahead taking the contact kylan hill he had two uh very good returns and there were two holding calls on one of them that called it back um it's very strange to see two holding calls on the same play you want to see better coaching of keeping them hands inside or positioning or hips or wherever it starts on those holding calls. Let's address that. Um, it's always special teams, but a better showing, a better showing. With that being said, folks, give you a quick rundown of the game, man. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Um, beautiful week of NFL. I'll go over the picks and everything later in the week, get you some injury updates as well. Um, fantasy update will come to you maybe in the next two days. All right. Love and appreciate y'all. Been busy. Um, Keep up with y'all. We'll try to give you an update very shortly. Within the next two days, I'll spit another one out to you guys because got some stuff to go over. All right. Love and appreciate you guys. Subscribe where you get your podcasts and hit us on social media. Like, you know, give us comments, concerns, anything you got. Let me know. Questions. We'll do a Q&A episode. I definitely have a list. I just got to get to them. Appreciate you guys. Love you. And I'm out. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, go Pack Go. You have been listening.